video in the music. Oh, okay. The snap. Oh, okay. Alrighty. Oof. We are back. We are back, y'all. Mm. We do. We have not been feeling well. I don't think Man. it's COVID. Just, just COVID. sickness ran through our family. I don't think it's COVID because we've had COVID and no, this does not COVID. feel like that. But we have not felt it well. It was crazy. Oh, let me do something real quick. Go ahead. Okay. We have not. I got you on the AC. Yeah, there we go. We have not felt well, and so yes. And yesterday I had, I think it was an aura migraine. Oh I've, yeah, I've never had anything that like, was crazy. like that before. But I, we were driving, and I was like, "Babe, like something is wrong with my vision. Like everything is like, like this." You gotta have right vision. And like, and like kind of blurry, and like it's. I kept going like this because like it just felt weird. Yeah. And then I got like, kind of like hot and tingly. My hands got tingly, and then like within an hour, just my head was pounding. It was mm-hmm. so nauseous and. And we couldn't get home because there was a terrible accident. It literally took them six hours to, to clear the traffic. That was nuts. It was a head-on collision that, like, was right around our corner. And so yeah. all the roads were blocked off. And I was like, I just want to go home. And I took mm-hmm. medicine. It made me sick. So we had to stop at a restaurant. And then we left the restaurant thinking, okay, maybe it's clear. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. So nope. we got home late. And so we're like, well, there's no way we can record. So here we are. But Even now. Our kids would not go to It's bed like 930 tonight, now. Yeah. So it's just... Our kids would not go to bed. They would not go to bed. They would not... I don't even know if they're asleep right now. Probably not. Maybe not. They're probably listening like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but I just don't feel well. Like, oh, he's like, man. are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I want to go to sleep. But we're here. We're so. here. Trying to be faithful. Trying to be faithful. And like, this is... I think that's important to talk about. Maybe... I think we said it briefly when we first started was... But this is like, not really like our idea. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. we really... This came out of really both of us. But like, um, the Lord had spoke to me one day... We are drinking coffee at 9.30. Of course. Yeah. To start doing this. And so we're just trying to be as faithful as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things that I think we've like, we've tried to cling to is um, when we had Corey Russell come, yeah. he, he actually spoke it about our house or not our house, our um, prayer house at our church, our house of prayer mm-hmm. and our church. And he just said, um, start small, be faithful. Yes. And I've kind of just clung to that, that with just about everything that we are kind of like starting into and stuff, yeah. because i think sometimes we get so big vision and like oh and we want to run and mm-hmm. go after everything but then it kind of falls flat because we're not really faithful with the small parts of it yeah. so i'm trying to start small and be faithful. be faithful yeah and like be faithful in this season what it looks like with kids like it's just mm-hmm. not easy you know and yeah. um and so anyways and you we also don't work both of the church or you could just do it at the right, house or right. the kids go to school or you know it's just yeah. so we have to work around it yeah um he's in school but she's not yet because of the way her year. birthday falls all the parents she who is, are their kids go to school next four year four days yes. y'all four days after the cutoff mm. date for for kindergarten so she had to wait a whole year bless her heart mm. um or for pre-k yeah. she doesn't even get to go to pre-k so our schedule is a little funky, but a little funky. Hey, oh, I want to talk about before we get into we are finishing our talk on the new man tonight, and we're gonna get into some pretty cool stuff. Like we wanted to go into some kind of uncharted territories that we have not talked about yet mm-hmm. in any of the podcasts. So like, I'm I'm be excited for tonight. Um, but I want to talk about some of the stuff you've been starting and just and just some of the stuff that's going on with us too, mm-hmm. and maybe even some of the stuff that I want to start doing with revivalists pretty soon, but. Shameless plug. Go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah, this morning I woke up. Well, it's been like this long journey and I don't have enough time because I don't want to like prolong tonight. But um, like I've said before, like I've struggled with anxiety, depression, comparison and security, all of those things that most people mm-hmm. um, struggle with at 
some degree mm-hmm. or to some degree at some point in their life. Um, but I have struggled with it immensely, like afraid yeah. of everything, incredibly shy, um, incredibly hard on myself, mm-hmm. whatever. And for years, years, like I don't really remember a time that I wasn't struggling with one of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after childbirth, back to back childbirth and a couple of miscarriages and then one pretty in- intense year got intense. in ministry followed by another miscarriage um and then a bunch of life changes it just got really dark really fast and then 2020 <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> um and i like to call 2020, 2020 that'll do it to the great revealer like it just revealed all the things that was already in mm, people's heart yeah thanks we should, we should <laughs> coin that yeah we should coin it what's it called copyrighted copyrighted, copyrighted. 2020 right. the great revealer um but anyways in the midst of all of that, those really dark times, um, the Lord had me on a journey of finding freedom and healing. And so he used a lot of different means. I'm not going to say just one thing did it or whatever. Um, he used a lot of different means to bring me into a place of healing. It really wasn't until we got here, though, that I have felt the most freedom. And, right. Um, just able to really clearly see how he used mm-hmm. certain things. And um, just he surrounded us here with... Just a, such a great covering, but not just our covering and our and our pastoral staff, but just brought us into a community of people who have really, um, yeah. who, as Kathy always says, are in our corner and just really covering us with prayer yeah. and, and lifting us up, and um, which has been incredible. But mm-hmm. I've just seen a lot of healing. And even though I still have some, some tough days and sometimes like a full week of just like, oh, um, <laughs> I've just learned a lot of keys and a lot mm-hmm. of, um, <sighs> a lot of tools to use to like mm-hmm. fight and to to step into and walk into freedom and so i have been feeling for a while um that i just needed to share it and i've i've always had like these prophetic words over my life about helping women and i just didn't know what that like was going to look like and so i've tried kind of like starting blogs in the past and i was like mom blogging and stuff <laughs> and like i it, love that term mom blog it was good it's so great. like i liked it i loved writing it and, mm-hmm. and stuff but like i just never felt like myself and so i would mm. start something and quit and start and quit and just kind of always felt like i wasn't truly being who i was meant mm-hmm. to be if that makes sense and so like starting this i felt like a lot of fear because i'm like oh you're just gonna start another thing but um i just finally stepped out i don't i'll mm-hmm. keep i'll keep the journey short but there's just some things that have transpired over the last couple of weeks and this morning i just woke up with it on my heart and the lord was like just do it mm-hmm. like if you're waiting for it to be perfect and all the, the <laughs> video equipment and stuff to come in like i mean as you can see this is getting different every week yeah, so like we're we're on we a had journey to just start. but i just had to start <laughs> and so i don't know what it's going to look like i do know for sure that i just saw myself like doing zoom bible studies with mm. other women who have struggled in that area mm-hmm. and have found freedom and like us leading things together yeah. um pretty cool almost creating like a facebook group where specifically for women in ministry and i know like christian women in general struggle in that yeah. area um but that's what you just you feel like you have a grace I, for i feel like it's for women in ministry because yeah. as a christian woman specifically a christian woman who is in ministry like going down to the altar to pray for other people and just seeing them walk in freedom and then going home and living Mm -hmm. in just such fear and anxiety and comparison and just sadness, Mm -hmm. a lot of guilt and a lot of shame comes with that. And then because of that, a lot of isolation and and all the tools of the enemy. And so you feel alone and you feel like, okay, something's wrong with me Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I can't tell anybody about this because 
my husband's a pastor. I'm yeah. not I'm not supposed to be struggling with this. And so yeah. I just really have a heart to for women in ministry who who are struggling in this yeah. area. And um so I've kind of launched am launching that. Mm-hmm. So it's launched. Uh, yeah, it's launched. Right now it's just basically an Instagram and a Facebook post. So I mean, but look out for But it's for, out there. So look out for real quick. We're look out for what? So I do have a couple of like a couple of weeks ago, I wrote like some blog posts on a notebook when I was sub- substituting at a school. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like remember I told you about like what are you yoked to and all oh, that. Oh yes. Okay. And then um, so I kind of want to like turn those into blog posts mm-hmm. when I create a website, mm-hmm. and and then maybe even do like a couple of podcasts for them. Maybe some some YouTube some spoken word. Yes. Some, no. <laughs> some YouTubing. I don't know. Like it's all again. Start small, be faithful. Right. Um, <coughs> yeah. May or may not have COVID. We don't know. I probably do. It's not a joke. You can get it we in the know, camera too. <laughs> we know that Corona is a real thing, guys. We've, we've had it. We've had Maybe it. Maybe twice. I don't even know. Maybe three times. Who knows? Uh, who knows? We've had it though. So that's, oh. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyways, I'm super excited for you. I know like for every church person, there is this like thing of um, having to fake it. I don't it. know if you can see me. I'm at least, oh. You're fine. Um, having to like fake it, you know, or like feeling that need to put on a, a thing when you come to church. I mean, that's a, that's an old trope that people always talk about or pastors always talk about. And so if people in the church are feeling that you can just imagine how much more so the pastors and the pastor's wives mm-hmm. are feeling that mm-hmm. like, so I'm just so happy that you're doing that. Um, some of the stuff we're going to start doing for revivalist is I would really love to start planning a day. I've been thinking about this for the last week, and we've talked about it a couple times. We've mentioned it on here. I would love for like a Saturday, maybe a Friday night, um, to have a, a revivalist get-together. Um, I don't know where we would do it at, mm-hmm. but I would love to just gather a bunch of people. Maybe it's just for one service. Maybe it's for like a whole afternoon and evening thing. I don't know. Um, but like we just want to, to gather people and to... Uh, and to worship and pray and prophesy and intercede for like Florida and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. I've really been feeling that on my heart, like the need to gather people from different streams and stuff. So yeah. be on like, the lookout for that. The Lord is really doing something mm-hmm. in our state. And um, oh, yeah. obviously he's doing something across the world, across the nation. Sure. I think COVID kind of like, um, amp- not amplified it, like magnified it like mm-hmm. he was already doing something but then when covid happened like it, it just it, yeah it sp- sped it up it sped it up which mm-hmm. obviously he knew it was gonna happen he yeah. wasn't surprised by it right but, um I, I really feel very specifically though that something special is happening in the state of florida yes um we just keep hearing all these stories across the state of different things happening and um it's powerful and it's mm-hmm. beautiful and so we would love to just come together and intercede and worship and and even just pour into some people who are just weary and tired mm-hmm. specifically people in ministry yeah who they've been like chasing after the lord and they're just getting they're getting weary and they they really want to burn for yeah. him but their their passion is kind of waning and they're yeah. kind of just like i know that this is what i'm called to it's what i want to go after but i just i can't yeah. i can't anymore like i don't have any more yeah. strength so if you think that's something that you would like that you would be interested in that you would attend like a day or an evening or whatever, we can just ga- literally just gather, not a worship night, not any, like just, no, this is a burn night, like where we just get together and burn for the Lord, get fresh revelation, get fresh whatever, manna, and just like spur each other on to good works. Um, mm-hmm. If that's something you'd be interested in, uh, DM us through Instagram or Facebook 
and let's see who just be interested in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or if this is on, I mean, we're going to probably post this on Facebook through YouTube or in the YouTube comments, just like comment or whatever. So I want to know where the, maybe where we can try to congregate or people wouldn't have to drive that far. So that's just something in my heart. Good thing um, you kind of live in central Florida. So yeah. So maybe in the next month, I mean, we can reach out to some people, but, um, well, we are going to Dallas in May, so. But yeah, so let's go ahead and get started. Um, so tonight I want to talk about the new man. Um, and you are editing a, an Instagram post over there. Do you want us to you want us to pause yeah. or something? Okay. No. I can I can multitask. I'm good at it. Okay. Um, so we want to talk about the new man and kind of finish up this whole entire series where we. T- I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but basically we need to know what we've been saved into or sorry from into and then unto and we're finishing up the unto today and we really want to get into some nitty-gritty and we want to get into some like i posted it un- okay you're good uncharted territory our my little social media i'm uh, learning if you y'all. if you if she didn't do it i wouldn't do it so yeah. i'm glad she's here somebody's got to somebody's got to some uncharted territory as far as like what that looks like mm-hmm. um and here i'm gonna kind of like open it up i want to bring in some scripture in a little bit and then I want us to kind of dialogue back and forth. And like we said, we don't have to go for forever tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for a lot of people, we I was just meeting with somebody a couple of days ago. And they were just in a, in a rough place in their life. And some of the things they were saying was, I don't feel like I'm spiritual because I'm not living in a fifth wheel like you and Tiffany are. Or I'm not you know, serving in ministry like Geo and Destiny or whatever. All this sort of stuff that looked like that. And they're, they were having a lot of condemnation and shame. Mm-hmm. And I have I see this has been played out a lot with people where it's like, okay, you've been saved and now the good works or the new man, um, what uh, living a lifestyle of revival, all this sort of stuff we've been talking about. Like, what does it practically look like ra- other than just lofty language? A lot of people, I think they have no other answer other than, I guess I'll quit my job and work for a church. And... Is that for you? Like, do you think revival lifestyle means quitting your job and working for a church? No, no, and and the reason why is because if we all worked for the church, then nothing in the world would get done. <laughs> yeah, like, that's right. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, there's yeah. So you want to kind of sense? You, no, you want to like journey to that? Yeah, or, let's go, let's journey to that. I mean, we left off kind of last time talking about it's not just about what we were saved from and it's mm-hmm. not just about like okay now we're not gonna go to hell we're gonna go to heaven yes. but it's it's about like living in the kingdom of heaven now yeah, yeah. and kind of just discussing like what it means to be a new creation what it yeah. means to live in the kingdom of heaven yeah. right now not just one day going to heaven yeah. and then what that what that looks like practically in a revival lifestyle yeah. and i'm i just do quotations because i think those words make people uncomfortable and and that's why we want to bridge the gap like we burn for people to to live unto something we burn for mm-hmm. people to live for more than just going day by day living a normal christian lifestyle yeah. but we also want to help people get there yeah even jesus like even though he taught in parables and sometimes it could be confusing yeah the disciples would still be like hey jesus what did that mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. What, what did that mean and he would say okay <laughs> yeah how foolish are you that i have to explain it but i'm going <laughs> to anyways and so yeah if they who walked with him had to have explanation, like yeah. then it's okay to have some explanation sure. here. And so we want to unpack things so that people don't just like hear that and they go, oh, that's good for you guys. That's not me. And then yep. just kind of um, 
write it off because we are all once you're born into the kingdom of heaven once you're created new if you read the book of acts and i'm not just talking about um the upper room when the holy spirit Mm -hmm. fell i'm talking about everything that happened after Mm -hmm. that when you read like what the church looked like then yeah um that is actually normal christianity yes and we've kind of downplayed normal christianity to something else and so then when normal christianity happens like it did in the bible we call that revival and that's not actually revival. Yeah. That's normal Christianity. And so revival is when we are alive in every part of our life. Mm-hmm. And then cultures and cities and and regions are being transformed. And then marriages are being restored. Mm. And children are growing up knowing the Lord. Like that is revival. Yeah. And so we want to help like bridge that gap, right? Yeah. Um, so... I'm out of breath, yeah. y'all. I'm Woo, sick. You were going for well, it. Well, I can't breathe. <laughs> um, oh man, there's so many places I could go right now. Um, number one, I, I just I wanted to say this because I just read this recently. I've been working my way, a couple of different books in the Bible, but I was looking reading through Matthew right now, and I just got I was reading over 13 the other day, chapter 13, and the disciples are talking to Jesus about. I'm not. It's not really uh, the the what he said is not congruent to what we're talking about. But um, is the parable of the sower, and he they were asking him about the parable, and they were saying like, why do you always talk in parables to people? Kind of like to your point, and he says it is not given unto them to know the meaning of these things. He said, but I have given you access, and so what he's talking about is like the difference between a person who is outside of the kingdom of God, and and he's modeling what that's going to look like in the future, and so for, to some, what we're talking about seems completely foreign, completely just, I don't understand what you're saying. But for some of you, if you have been baptized into the kingdom, maybe you're not, maybe you're not living this way <clears throat> or you're not acting out like the, all the, the totality of the new man. But what we're saying does not, it doesn't sound foreign. Mm. It sounds real. It sounds true. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's one way. Like if you're, if you're like, I don't know what you're saying. Like, I don't get, I don't get it. Like, you know, that we, that we would be like Acts 2. It doesn't make any sense. Like, no, that doesn't make, once again, in all humility, like this should be plain to you. Mm -hmm. And if it's not, then I would ask the Holy Spirit to reveal why. I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to try to be able to find the end here, but I want to, if I can, I want to read it if I can. Let me just type it in real quick. Um. Oh gosh! But I think we live in this constant, um, this constant tension of um, making sure that we are like just calling up and not sounding. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Because I I think that nobody wants to. Nobody. I wouldn't listen to somebody who is like condemning me and telling me I wasn't doing enough. As a matter of fact, like I've talked about that a couple weeks ago in our podcast about tension, like almost wanting to leave a a service because I felt like I was being condemned. That's not, I really, really want to remain like compassionate, but we want to know that like there, we want you to know like there's more for your life. And I think one of the things for me, sometimes I get so like just sad and almost, almost depressed and like not not depressed but almost just feeling discontent and just like mm, throughout my day and when i when i realize that i felt like that three or four or five days in a row and i yeah. start to do a heart check and i'm like okay you know what i'm not really living in the fullness of what the lord has for me right now 
I realized that that is why I'm feeling discontent and yeah. and kind of like in that wrestling place. And I think sometimes a lot of us feel that way. We we just are like, oh, I just feel, mm. mm-hmm. I don't really feel like super content. I don't yeah. really feel like fulfilled. And it's just really so because yeah. there is more yes. to this thing that we're doing called Christianity. And sometimes we're just living under it. Yeah. And so our, our heart's desire is to call people into mm. that place so that you can like step into it and, and feel like, um, who you're created to yeah. be, like fully be who you're created to be. I heard somebody say recently, it says disobedience causes distance. And it's talking about between you and the Lord. Disobedience causes distance. Distance causes discouragement and discouragement causes depression. Mm. And so oftentimes when we're feeling depressed, trace it all the way back. It's probably because there was something he told us to do or not do or not do. And we decided to go the opposite way. Mm. Or like you're talking about with keys. Like I, I've felt this in my life. God gives you keys and you choose not to walk in them. Well, you're probably going to get depressed. Like he's given you keys to walk in. So, um, but I want to read this real quick. Cause um, this is, go ahead. Do you need to? No, we're good. Um, I'm going to read this real quick and then we're going to, I, w- I want to give you kind of the end goal of what's going to happen. Okay. Even to take it out of acts. I want to, I want to show you what's going to happen in the very end. Okay. Revelation, revelation. Uh, we're in 19. Your dad always says revelation. There was just one. Yeah. He is just the one revelation of Christ Jesus. All right. <laughs> 19 verse six. I'll start there. <clears throat> and I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude in the sound of many waters as the sound of a mighty thunderings, I'll read to the mic, um, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigns. Verse 7, let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife has made herself ready. Mm. And to her it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, and bright for the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. This all ends in heaven in, in, um, in, if I think it's, uh, Ephesians. Yeah. In Ephesians two, it says we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. This is all pointing to there. Like we're already there with him. Now our spirit resides with him. Um, but it ends with, the totality of our being arriving in heaven amongst God, amongst the holy angels, amongst like the fire and all the stuff you read in Revelation. And it ends in a wedding. Mm-hmm. It literally ends in a wedding ceremony. And it, it says that the bride has made herself ready and that her clothes are white. And why are they white? What are they white from? Is it Clorox? Is it Mr. Clean? Like, no, it says the white linen is the righteous acts of the saints. Mm. You, in the end, are going to be grafted into a body. That body is the bride of Christ. And the things that you do on this earth matter. They just matter. Like we read about in another part in Revelation, it says it's talking about this bowl the angel pours out, and it's a bowl of judgment and wrath upon the earth. And what it is actually filled with, it says, the Bible says, it's filled with the prayers and the worship of the saints. When you pray and you worship, it fills a bowl in heaven. 
that's what my Bible says, and I believe it. It feels a literal bowl in heaven that an angel is going to pour out onto this earth one day. One day you're going to be standing in heaven, part of a body, and the things that you have done in this earth will make your robe white. Mm-hmm. So it matters. It matters. So this is where we're heading tonight. Like, mm-hmm. It matters what we do on earth. So I would say this, and I want to start here. There is a lie, and I think it's really only in Western Christianity. I really do, because I've talked to missionaries from other places, and I don't really see that there. There's a lie in America that I can live, I can become a Christian, and my life can look the exact same as it did before Jesus. The only difference is I don't cuss now, and I go to church every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know if that's that's it. I'm not even going to say that's good enough, because it's not about what you can do. I just don't know if that's genuine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so actually I want to start in Colossians 3 then, because mm-hmm. um, we're talking about like <coughs> maybe not just being normal is enough, yeah. and also like kind of tying this in to be going from the old into the new mm-hmm. and what that looks like and living into the kingdom. And so yeah. I'm not going to read all of it because it's super long, but Colossians 3, I spent like two months going through Colossians mm-hmm. last year, and I just kept reading over Colossians 3, and it really just... It really got in there. I mean, look at it. It's highlighted and Ooh. written in and like Colossians story is so good. But it says, <laughs> if then you were raised with Christ, we just talked about that being seated with him, right? Yeah. Seek those things which are above. What is that? That's the kingdom of heaven. That's the things that the father is speaking and, and saying and doing, right? Where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. I love that he says it twice. It's like, okay, set your set your mind on things above. And then he goes ahead and, and says it again, like, set your mind on things above, not mm-hmm. things on earth. Yeah. If if you're really raised with Christ, yeah. then our mind should be on the kingdom of heaven yeah. and, and what the Father is doing. And yeah. it, it, we really don't have time for, well, can, how can I just get by with normality? And listen, yeah. listen, Jesus went to feasts, he hung out yeah. with his friends. Yeah. He ate bread. So when we talk it's about okay normality, to do like, like, it's normal okay stuff. to do like normal stuff. But what's not okay is for that to be your sole desire. Yeah. Well, it, but even think about it. And like, your affection. Jesus went to a wedding and he ministered at a wedding. Mm-hmm. Jesus went to eat with Pharisees or, or just tax collectors at like, you know, these kind of party events and he ministered there. Mm-hmm. And so it's not that you have to become a hermit. Like in the first thousand years of the church, there was these these people called the Desert Fathers, and they would literally just go out into the desert and like be there. This one guy like built a big pole, and he stood on top of a pole. That's where he lived. You don't have to do that, okay? Like I think we've kind of swung the other way. You can go out to eat. Mm-hmm. When you go out to eat, just be led by the Spirit. Yeah, and sometimes it yeah. literally looks like just being with your family. Just be with your family. And sometimes it looks like ministering to your server. But yeah. when you're heart is inclined or your ear is inclined to the spirit like you hear him speaking yeah and and you're when you're it says to seek those things that are above like mm-hmm. um he wants our our affection to be on what he's doing and yeah. so it's okay to enjoy other mm-hmm. things like please don't walk away from this yeah. and go oh Tough. gosh come on now. because like we love i love reading fi- 
fiction books. Yeah. I love reading fiction books. We I, love going to Disney World and stuff like and that. Universal. Like, and yeah. Like, I, I, I love to run. And like, so we love normal things. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is what is your mind set on? Mm. Like, what is your focus and your eyes like fixed also on? also love what he said there. He He's not condemning you if... He's not saying like, hey, if you're a real Christian, your mind should just automatically go there. Mm-hmm. He's saying you're just going to have to set yourself, set your it's mind on this. It's actually active. It says to seek yeah. those things which yeah. are above. So where, he knows that it's going to be. Sitting. And yeah. then it says to set your mind. So he knows like that mm-hmm. it's going to wonder. Yeah. Um, and then he says, for um, for you died. I have it like so underlined. <laughs> can't hardly read it. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ and wow, God. I love that. Hidden in when Christ. We, when we talked about like dying to the old man and becoming the new man. The new man is hidden with mm. Christ. And then it says, when Christ, who is our life, mm. appears. Like, I have that underlined so big. And I'm like, Lord, what does it look like for you to be my life? Mm. Because this is scriptural, right? And mm. so I want my life to mirror the scripture. Does it always? No. But mm. my heart is turned in such a way that I want it to. So yeah. when Christ, who is, your life appears then you also will appear with him in glory. Mm. And then he goes on to talk about what you should put to death, all those things of the old man. Yeah. Um. And then he goes in, and that's so like five through seven. And then from eight on, he talks about what you should put on as the new man. And so he, or I'm sorry, he's, he's still talking about putting off. And then in 12, sorry, there we go. He says, um, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, then he talks about what you should put mm-hmm. on. So if you want to know about what it looks like um, to move from the old to the new, mm. Colossians 3, it tells you how to set your mind on yeah. things above, what to put off and what to put on. Yeah. And it talks about Christ being our life and us being hidden in him. Mm. And I love the scripture because sometimes we think that it's just like ethereal or it's like mysterious. Yeah. But this is pretty like practical it's pretty practical yeah. it's pretty black and white so it's like hey don't do this but do yeah. this i think and i love yeah, I, yeah. I just want to keep going because yeah, go ahead, go ahead. he says let the word of christ dwell richly richly in you mm, let it like dwell in you like let it let it permeate your insides until you get this thing mm. anyways go ahead okay <laughs> um i want so with christianity there is this temptation with some people, um, and there's this thing, like, I don't mean to keep making it about, like, first century stuff, but there was this uh, this sect called the Gnostics, okay, back in the day, like, way back in the day, um, and their whole thing was that they had this secret knowledge, like, this secret knowledge about Christ or about Christian living, and it, like, you had to, like, it was very um, cultish, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, though, how much people are like that today, though. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, buy my book and you'll get the five secrets to prophetic insight and you'll get the blood. Like, no, like this is not this is not hard. This is not hard. Like God designed this book for a fisherman to be able to read it Mm -hmm. and completely understand it. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe you need to understand me like. You need to get the translation that works for you. Like King James may not work, but like it should be simple. So you mean we have we can't. Never mind. Okay, so I want <laughs> I want to make a joke. But I want to I want to say this. Um, and I want you to talk about what we talked about the other day. You said something. 
is that going back to what you just read a second ago, it says set your mind on things above. This is not hard. The other day you were talking to me and you were just kind of, you were in a funk for a couple of days and you said the Lord says something to you about just like, what are you feeling yourself? At? Talk about what that, that was this morning. Baby. Sorry, that was this morning. Wow. Not the other day. It was a long day. I Go just, ahead, tell me. I, I think we, it so fits what you're talking yeah, about here. Can we just finish this though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, um, he says like, whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. And then um, he goes on again to say, and whatever you do, mm. do it heartily as as to the lord and not to men like mm-hmm. he is telling us you can live a life mm-hmm. where everything you do is centered on the lord yeah it's not like unattainable it's not yeah. unattainable but the secret is back to verse one where it says or i'm sorry two: set your mind on things above and not on things on the earth mm-hmm. um so yeah this morning i woke up and i've just i had a really really tough week two weeks ago and um just not felt like myself and i'm like okay what is going on like i'm trying been kind of really anxious i do drink too much coffee and i know y'all i know it's a thing i know that i need to give up some caffeine i'm praying into it like i need the lord to help me yes um but i've been really anxious and and kind of just like just feeling off Mm. and the lord was just so gracious and loving and he spoke to me and said well what are you what are you filling your mind with mm-hmm. what are you you're not listening to podcasts like you used to you're not Christian like podcast yeah you're not 24 7 listening to worship and listen i know some of y'all might think well that's just whatever but when you struggle like you really really struggle <clears throat> you will do whatever it takes to stay free and yes. sometimes whatever it takes is listening to 24 7 worship yeah. and filling yourself with podcasts and reading christian books and yeah because i'm in the word every day i have been diligent about that mm. i've been diligent about that but sometimes i read it and i read it out of obligation and my duty because i know like i don't want to miss a day more than like it it dwelling richly in me mm. and and chewing on it and mm-hmm. thinking about it and repeating it and so yeah. um recently like i've just i haven't actually been really listening to or or anything other than my own thoughts <laughs> that's dangerous <laughs> that's dangerous but i mean like it's not like i've been like listening to other right. kinds of podcasts and stuff i've just kind of <coughs> right kind of empty and i'm like no yeah. no wonder homegirl that you're like just feeling whatever and the mm-hmm. lord he was so beautiful this morning just like hey why don't you just sit with me mm-hmm. don't try to read don't try to whatever just sit yeah. with me and then after i sat with him and i felt his presence come and that doesn't happen every time i don't want anybody to think yeah. like oh that doesn't happen to me every time yeah. and then get discouraged right but i just i sat and i waited in his presence it wasn't like a tangible presence on my skin, but it was mm-hmm. like this peace in my heart that welled yeah. up. And then I just heard him speak in a gentle um, rebuking. He wasn't rebuking, nice. but a gentle <laughs> like dis- he disciplined me. Yeah. He said, "Hey." He disciplines those he loves. What are you? What are you filling yourself with? What yeah. is your mind set on? And I'm like, well, it's kind of set on myself. Like, <laughs> I mean, not an. I don't know. Like, I'm not really thinking about myself all day long, but I'm, I am thinking about how much I've been struggling or how anxious I am and like, well, maybe it's this causing me anxiety. We get it. Like you can just, it just gets that, like that dark, it's easy. You think about one thing and then it's like all of a sudden you're for three hours, like, well, you start to struggle and then you start to think about how much you're struggling Yeah, and then you get fucky. But that's why he says to set your mind on things above. When you really set your mind on the kingdom of heaven, when you... One of the things he told me 
today was I was just starting to pray for some other people who I just really felt like Mm -hmm. needed prayer. And I realized that when I'm praying for other people, I don't have time to be focused on me. And it's not, and he, he cares about me. The scripture says that he comes to those who are, he's near to the brokenhearted. It says to come to him when we're weary. So he cares about me. Mm -hmm. But sometimes when you really start to like pray for and think about other people and think about advancing the kingdom of heaven and Mm. think about like his will and his desire, that thing that seems so big actually becomes kind of small. And and I'm not saying that nobody's problems are are not big. And like we we have a a lady in our church, she just lost her husband. Mm. Like I can't imagine her problems are really, really big. Mm -hmm. But even she has been like, you know, I'm just... Like she was in church like two days after her husband passed away. And we're like, what? I would not be here, you know? Like she's, she knows the secret is to, to set her mind on him. So this is just really practical. This, like when he says, set your mind on things above, he literally means think about the Lord. Mm -hmm. And what he's literally what he means. And and what he wants to do. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) I I think that as you set your your mind on things yeah. above, like you begin to um, just understand what his plan is, what his will is, yeah. what he wants, what he wants to do. Um, and then also he becomes your reality mm. and, and kind of what you're talking about with revelation mm-hmm. about um, this thing ends in a marriage. Yeah. Like that becomes real. Cause mm. I think sometimes it's like, okay, I'm saved one day. I'm going to go to heaven, but what does that even mean? What does it even look like? What is that like? Like it's not a reality. Yeah, I don't. It's not really, really real to mm-hmm. people, and so um, I think it's. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like it. And, and I think, even when you you're know, reading it, like mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, wow. Like one day we're gonna. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Wow. You know. So yeah. I don't. I don't know if it's like it's really, really real. And listen, there is. I know I've said this in kind of like a, uh, a bad way. Like you know, like. maybe I use the word condemning way and I, and I apologize if anybody ever felt that way, but it's okay. If sometimes this whole thing feels like a fairy tale more than real life. And I would be lying to say that I didn't feel that way sometimes Mm -hmm. that it feels like when we read about you walking down an aisle and like, I don't get it. Like it, it is like a fairy tale a little bit. Um, and I, I just really love where we landed right there that, for the average Joe, for the average person, they they listen to their pastor or somebody or us on a podcast or whatever, and they're like, revival lifestyle, going after the more, living fully given, all this sort of stuff. I, I love it. But they're like, I don't know what that means, and I don't know how to get from where I'm at to over there where you're at. And I think... I, well, let me... Hold on one second. <laughs> I thought you were done. I, no. Um, I feel like... The answer is in Paul's words, set your mind on things mm-hmm. above. It's just kind of crazy when you think about this. And listen, no condemnation, no shame. If this is if this sounds like you, um, like we said, just a, this is a call up. Maybe this is a mirror for you, seeing yourself for the first time like this way. But this is all true. We believe that we have literally been baptized into the son of God and he lives within us in that like he spoke all, you know, I'll go through the whole list, all that stuff. We believe that is 100% true and then it's real and then it's eternal. And yet we will like, we know hardly anything about it. Mm -hmm. We don't really like care to read our Bible or 
or listen to podcasts. We'd rather like watch ESPN all day. And we love YouTube. And so I love YouTube. And like love I get YouTube. it. It's me. I think we should. What it so where? How do you get there? It's just shifting. It's literally filling yourself up with some of this stuff. And what's going to happen is you will create an appetite. And what I believe, it's more than just a principle that like even some help, self-help guy will you know talk to you about. Literally, your spirit, man, will begin to feed. Mm-hmm. And like he will grow stronger. And you will be having a spiritual appetite for the things of God. For me, it's like yeah. it's like a... Um... A sugar addiction, right? So, like, if you eat sugar, you just oh, want his name. <laughs> you just want more sugar. Yeah. And then, if you try to eat a, a sugar substitute, it's like, oh, that Ugh. that was good, but I still want sugar. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not really satisfied. I'm okay. Yeah. It kind of takes the edge off. Yep. But it's not the real thing. It ain't and, the real and thing. And I boo-boo. think that that's the same thing. That's exactly what I was talking about earlier of like just living in this discontentment yes. of like my my um. My heart, my soul, my spirit is crying out for more. Yeah. And my flesh is being filled with other things that don't yeah. matter. Yes. And and there is a tension there of being mm-hmm. a normal person and doing normal things, yeah. but yet still having your heart and your mind set on him and, and yeah. living a life fully laid down and fully given to him. And um Well, we've both worked normal jobs before. I'm, I remember, I'm about to start a, yeah, a full time job from yeah. home and, and it's gonna take some Yeah some um sacrifices from things but i think that it's so great though because when i was working in the schools like i at first i was really complaining a lot like oh man um i just didn't like it i wanted to be in the prayer room and i wanted but then the lord was like hey you wear a mask and you're like way away from your students so i'm like praying in the spirit (laughs) with a mask on and the kids can't hear me or see me and like i had some of my most like incredible Mm -hmm. encounters in the schools with the lord like journaling and reading the word and weeping over books that i was reading i'm Mm -hmm. like okay i gotta stop um so you can always find a way you can always find a way but um, just because you don't get paid to sit in a prayer like i was gonna share a story like when i used to work for nabisco and i had to go into stores all day long and stock cookies or whatever now you're not really allowed to have your earphones in but (laughs) daddy broke the rules um and so i would have my earphones in and I'd be listening to Bill Johnson messages all day long or like whoever or just stuff. And I would, I mean, there were times where I would be in a Publix at 10.30 a.m. on a Thursday crying while I stocked Oreos because mm-hmm. the Lord was moving on me. Just because you don't work at a church does not mean mm-hmm. the Lord can't move in your life, like mm-hmm. in your normal, quote unquote, normal job. Some of the most powerful times that I've ever been touched by the Lord have been in a normal context. Well, I love like Randy Clark when he was talking oh, about yeah. when he first flipping started donuts. praying for for healing. He was yeah. flipping donut, and he's a Baptist. <laughs> I love that he's picture. a Southern Baptist minister. Love him. <clears throat> the Lord just gave him the gift of healing, and he really yeah. just started flowing in it. But he was flipping donuts, and yeah. like he knew he was called to the nations, and he knew. And instead of allowing a discontent like to come up in his heart, he just was like, Lord, I'm going to set my mind on you and I'm going to do what you've told me to do. Yeah. And flipping donuts, he was praying for healing and seeing people healed and yeah. saved. And so this you is can, not hard. You can be normal and not mm-hmm. be normal. It's yeah. really an attitude of the heart and what yes. your mind is set on. But I think I was just thinking about when we were talking about like revival and when people hear that and what, like, I think the easy part is the radical worship on Sunday morning. Oh, yeah. I think that is so easy. That is the You're easy. in a room full of other people like 
it's easy to do that. It's easy yeah. to do that and to think, okay, yeah, I'm in revival. Yeah. And I'm sorry to tell you, like, that's just a small, like, <laughs> it's what you do the other, how long does worship last on a Sunday morning? Depends like an on, hour? Depends on what church you're at. Yeah, but maybe like, 20 minutes to an hour. It depends. or it, Depending on the church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what really matters is what you do with all the other time outside of that, yeah. that hour of time that you have. Um, yeah. And revival, it can look different for every person. And yep. I, I'm going to land here and then you can whatever because yeah, yeah. we're coming I think, up I think on, we're coming, yeah. on 50 minutes or whatever. But um, I, I'm i going to, I think one of my first podcasts I'll share separately is um, just talking about what you're yoked to. Mm. And the reason why is because exactly what we're saying, you can hear revivalist, revival lifestyle, revival. And and we, we fully 100% believe that it looks like something. It has to. It, it has to look like something. It cannot look like day in, day out, like barely making it through the day. Jesus died to give you life and life abundantly. Mm. And there may be seasons of when things are tough, but mm-hmm. he did not die so that we could just live life barely mm. hanging on. Yeah. I do not believe that. No way. However, like, I think that... Um, revival in and of itself looks different for every person and yeah. so whatever um <laughs> try to not go too long here i'm trying to like form my thoughts <laughs> you don't have to yoke yourself to what you think revival looks like for other people yes you don't have to be like well so and so like we have this amazing couple at our church marcus and desiree and they have a wonderful po- podcast um the heartburn podcast and like they are really they are <laughs> really going his first episode is so funny he's like you think i ate too many chicken wings that's why i got heartburn (laughs) anyways um you have to make that joke yeah i had to had to um anyways we don't look like marcus and desiree and like the temptation when they first got here was there like oh i gotta be praying like pastor marcus Mm because he is but you know like revival in my life looks different than revival in his life and where i'm going at is revival in your life looks different than it does in my life but it does look like something has to look like something and so be careful what you're yoking yourself to Mm. be careful what you're like putting on yourself as far as well, I'm not a pastor, so I guess I'm just whatever, yeah. you know, but set your mind on things above. Mm. Like, so good. It's that the scripture says that the spirit, the Holy Spirit leads us into all truth. Yeah. If you set your mind on the things above, like he will lead you. He yeah. is our teacher. He is going to tell you, he's going to speak wisdom and truth to you and tell yeah. you what it is that you need to do for you. Yeah. Yeah. I just totally agree. And like, I think if there's one thing, I think this is the last thing we'll say. Yeah, we'll, warm in here, y'all. We'll do it. Um, this is uh, easy. Not easy. This is, this is acceptable. This is obtainable for you. Mm-hmm. This is within reach. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like, I know for myself, when I was younger and I was just starting out my walk with the Lord, I would see people and it would just feel like there's no way that I can get from my spiritual level to their spiritual level. And literally... <clears throat> If I were to look at myself today, not that I'm some whatever, but I just, I remember who I was when I was 18, 19. Mm -hmm. I would look at me today and I would think the same thing. And the answer is just set your mind on, just fill yourself. I was about to say the same thing. Just fill yourself. Instead of thinking about all you can't do, instead of thinking about all the not things you're not qualified for, instead of thinking about you, if you would just set your mind on him. He will show you. Yeah, he he'll sure show will. you what to lay down and he'll show yeah. you what to do. And then it doesn't become about you. It becomes about him. That's good. And it's not in your strength that's in his. And yeah. it's it's his grace rather than this long list of can't do's. And mm-hmm. I'm not talking about sin right now. I'm talking about 
whatever it is that he asks yeah. you to lay down. Instead of you trying to look like Tyler and Tiffany or mm-hmm. trying to look like your pastor or your your um, spiritual hero, like trying to like, oh, she's doing a 40-day fast. I need to do a 40-day yeah. fast. Did the Holy Spirit tell you to do that or are you trying <laughs> to do that? Because I'm going to yeah. tell you right now, you will not make it through that fast if you're trying to do that in your own in your strength. Own strength yeah. um, it ha- you have to be led by him. Like fasting is a good idea if you want to try it. Okay. I don't necessarily think you need to be told to do it because the scripture already tells us to. But if you're doing a 40 day fast because somebody else is doing it. Yeah. I don't know if you're going to do it. Just be led by the, like that's at the heart of the Christian life. seems like it always comes back to this. You need to hear his voice and you just need to be obedient. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what your dad would say that the most. We love you, Kenny. It is true. The most important thing you can do as a Christian is hear his voice. See, we do listen to you. We do listen. We do listen. All right. I think we. I think that's. I think that's a, good. That's a, good, a good landing place. Yeah. yeah. So be on Next the lookout week, for. We're, we're going to go somewhere new. I'm excited. Are we? Where are we going? Well, we can't do this. We're done with this series, so like. We're going to. We're going to Israel. No. Oh, dang it! I want to go to Israel, guys. Somebody buy me a ticket. <laughs> All right, we love you guys. That was a shout out to your dad again. Oh okay. You're tired. We need to get you. In bed. <laughs> I need to go to bed. Like, you're like literally rambling. I'm so I do not feel good. All I, right. I took some some Nyquil. You did. <laughs> No wonder you're acting crazy. Okay. Over here like Lil Wayne. What? <laughs> he used to drink NyQuil. All right. <laughs> Edit Bye, that guys. out. Edit that Bye. out. Bye. See you later. <laughs>